This is the Money Shop Podcast, where we look at this week's business news and work out what strategies you can apply to your business. Boom! This week, Elon Musk has been in the news. He has? As always. Because he's a cult. Constantly. Personality cult. That's not the lettering I used, but yes. (laughs) But we're going to talk about uh, personal brand versus company brand. And he is a good example of that. Yeah. So he's 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 continuously sort of uh, a figure of, you know, I'd say like a, an obsessive following. You know, he, he has a lot of people who sort of hang on his every word. Whether or not they sort of know what business he's doing, they sort of hang on his word, you know. And I feel like he courts that attention as well. Absolutely. So he wants to be... Super famous for being a super cool guy. And so what, what you know, that, you know, Elon Musk is in the news almost perpetually at the moment. It seems to be sort of the year of him. Yeah. And, and what strategy is he deploying here? What? Well, he's replaced the Donald with taking over Twitter. So now everything he does on Twitter becomes mass newsworthy. So he talked about Bitcoin and then Bitcoin went mental. Then Tesla followed that with, oh, by the way, we just bought a crap load of Bitcoin. So... One followed the other. He talked about Dogecoin for a while, or Doggycoin, um, and then that went mental. He's talking about something else. I can't remember the name of it, like Tranche or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's another company that's just signed a deal with a separate company to do a merger, and that separate company's just won a contract to supply Tesla with, I'm going to say batteries, but I might have made that bit up. So, yeah, pointless little fact there for you. But he's doing all of this through Twitter. And that's generating a lot of business news, all based around whatever Elon Musk says and does. Mm. And it's almost forgotten that he's got SpaceX still and... The Boring Company. That one. Is that the one that does the trains or something? The the, the high-speed underground. Is that doing anything? Well, it's digging a load of holes under Las Vegas, apparently. But... To what end is the thing most people would say about it. <laughs> Mate, what are you doing? <laughs> but I, I guess what's linked into this, which is that he seems to be able to do whatever he wants and everyone go, that's, a, that's such a good idea. Anything he does Whereas turns to Whereas if some, some sort of upstart came and said, I'm going to dig a load of holes under Las Vegas, they were like, oh, for fuck. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You'll find all the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing under there. There's just, it's just... It's a desert. Why bother? <laughs> yeah. So, but the, obviously Tesla has a huge brand as well. How intertwined are the two? And what would be the consequences? Because, okay, Musk, I think he's lost his top. I mean, by the time this goes out, he might be the richest man in the world again. But he's jumping up and down between one and two with him and Jeff Bezos. But he's he's, he's jumping up and down because he's got a bunch of unrealized gains. It's just like... He owns yeah, yeah. a shitload of stock in Tesla. Well, yeah, and but Jeff Bezos does the same, but in Amazon. And so Amazon's a bit more stable as a stock price, and so Bezos stays about the same. Musk came kind of from nowhere. I mean, he's obviously always been rich, but 
to suddenly rocket into the richest man in the world. Well, he got he he did he had a bunch of things written in his contract when he was with Tesla, which said that if he hit some targets, they gave him a, an unbelievable amount of share options in the company, and he hit those targets. What were those targets based on? Like production numbers like or number share of price? Tesla's made? And okay, it wasn't share price because he was. He, he's always been playing with the share price. Yeah, he's always been manipulating that. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's happened to him. I mean, that's what happens when you're rich and famous. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so he's got a very strong personal brand. Anything he does and says kind of turns to gold, and he's got this giant following, and not just of like nutty internet people, but of like. Big institutions. I know Bailey Gifford are a huge... I mean, they're starting to divest a little bit, but they were a huge uh, investor in Tesla. How much of that was because of him? Who knows? But then you've got something like Amazon, where I feel like Amazon has a stronger brand than Tesla does. Yes. And I'd say Musk has a stronger brand than Jeff Bezos does. Mm -hmm. But then if you look at someone like, like, who runs Apple nowadays? Tim Cook. Okay. He says confidently. I mean, I... Said it confidently enough for me to believe you. But once that other guy, Steve Jobs, died, he was kind of the brand associated with Apple. Apple's done all right without him. I, I mean, I'd argue Apple's done a lot better with well, him. Well, yeah, it's because... now significantly more valuable than it was when he was around. But maybe maybe there's this thing of the divorcing of ego from from business is actually quite a good thing. And that that's you know that's what we're seeing with Musk, is his ego won't allow him to make the right business decisions to make him allow him to make the best buzzy decisions, mm. which is why Tesla's probably better off getting rid of him. Interesting. So Bezos left. Do we think Musk will be pushed out? I think he has been a couple of times, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's this, this dichotomy, which is do we get rid of him and how bad does our state price go if we get rid of him? So maybe you just wait for it to have some mega fluctuation where he said, you know, where he's called some, you know, child prodigy of paedophile or something and <laughs> wait for that to happen and then go, right, it's really low at the moment. Push him out now and then we'll just grow the company worse. normally again. <laughs> Rather than like, hey, stocks are at $900. Oh, they're at $400. You know, like get rid of the variability and just be like, okay, low, get rid of him. But then, okay, but taking it back then to something that's useful, he made a conscious decision, do we think, to become a brand? Because if you look at, and I've seen a bunch of them, for more for Jeff Bezos, to be fair, but they're like, here's what he looked like when he was starting Amazon, mega nerd. Here's what he looked like when Amazon was taking off, mega nerd that looked really old and boring. And now, look at him, he's cool, superstar. I was going to say Jack Stark, but it's not, it's the Tony Stark. Of like, he's got cool now that he's got a shit ton of money. Surprising that. Was that something that they've all started, like from the start, I want to be a brand? Most of them appear, or Jeff Bezos certainly seemed to appear to be like, no, I want Amazon to be a thing. Yeah. I will, by default, become famous if this company does really well. Whereas Elon Musk kind of feels like he went the other way and was like, he did a lot of obviously work beforehand, PayPal, wasn't it? He was involved in and some other yeah, shit. Yeah, and X.com. Yeah, so it's uh, foreign exchange. Yeah, so he did a bunch of stuff. And then, kind of, it seems like, and it might just be me being wrong here, but it seems like he decided to be the brand and go forward with something else. So all of the Tesla marketing and stuff like that, it was very much him. It was never the marketing department is going to do the Tesla launch. It's Elon Musk is doing the Tesla launch. Yeah. And when you're that big, you probably don't need to be the one 
with the microphone at the front, be like, oh, here's our new truck. Let me fuck it up. Yeah, I, I completely agree because it is, it is an ego-driven brand these days, mm. um, which is probably a bad thing. So we, 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 need to, we need to say, like, why this is an important thing to consider for a small business. And it is because small businesses often start as a brand, like a personal brand. Like, I'm very good at doing blah. I'm going to start a company where we do blah. Yep. And I'm going to keep on doing it. But there is a there is a, a pivotal point in that company, which is how big does the company want to become? Does the company want to become a service provider of, let's say, financial advice? Or is it, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be the celebrity for this. And, and, and that's as big as it's ever going to be. But interestingly, we're kind of having this problem ourselves right now. What are we going to... I'm not. I'm not a celebrity. (laughs) And that's the problem, Roger. (laughs) I feel like we should be. (laughs) But no, what are we going to call this podcast? We don't want to just call it the Damien and Roger show, or the Roger and Damien show. Yeah, because who the fuck are they? Exactly. It's like, we're a bunch of dickheads. So we're kind of... And I think a lot of business owners start this way. When they are, oh, I'm a one-man band, I'm really good at, I know, making t-shirts. I don't want to just call it like DamienMakesT-shirts.com. Because no one will take me seriously. So I'll call it super big fancy t-shirt manufacturing.com and try and make myself sound like a legit big company. I don't want to be a personal brand. I want it to be a corporate brand. And then that seems, and I don't know if it's just because I want to differentiate between no one will take me seriously as a one-man band. So if I can sound like a big corporate and say things like, well, at my company, we believe in. Mm. Like, no, you're on your own. It's You're the only one that believes that. Unless you are the queen. So do... Is there almost a like a preference almost of when you very first start out, you want to be more corporate brandy and then maybe some people are just so big-headed that they want to be the individual, the personal brand behind it. And then at some point, if you do want to scale it and then sell it at some point, you probably need it to go back to corporate brand so that you can sell Tesla for billions, trillions, and it won't just completely fall apart as soon as you take your name away from it. Yeah, because I think there's an inherent risk with building a a company value that's based around a person's brand, mm. and it might help elevate the brand, elevate the company at some point to have a personal brand involved. But I think me my my view is personally that at no point is the personal brand more important than the company brand. Because if you want to do personal brand stuff, it, it, it is... It's limited by its nature, isn't it? Yeah. Generally. Because it's how much work can that one individual do. Yeah. And so who knows? We talked about this. It, we think it was Mr. Coke and Mr. Cola that set up Coca-Cola. We might not be right on that. But nobody knows... check Wikipedia quickly. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to do that. Fuck <laughs> it. But no, nobody knows. That's one of the biggest brands in the world. Nobody knows the personal brand behind it. Whereas people kind of, like McDonald's is a pretty big brand. Latterly, Ray Kroc kind of got famous afterwards, but that was very much, I think he was already dead by the time the books came out and the film came out. You're talking about Ray Kroc, the guy who sort of started McDonald's? Yeah. No one knows who he is. Really? <laughs> no, only uh, you know who he is. All like, right. <laughs> everyone ever like, who's Ray Kroc is the answer. So, all right, then, so, yeah. the, the answer so maybe is, I've just proven my own brands, <laughs> big, big companies don't have... They don't um, need a personal brand behind it pushing them. And and that's why like high powered CEO in big brand company 
is important. Like it's important to have a, a well-known CEO, you know, like a a respected pillar in of the community. In their field type. But the company can't become their platform to be like, hey, you should subscribe to the Elon Musk podcast because otherwise you're not, they're not CEO of your company. They're your trying company. to be a celebrity on their own. You know? yeah. And I guess, so one of the other ones that we talked about was Warren Buffett who is hugely famous on his own. I'm pretty sure it's not just me that knows him. No, I'll give you that one, yeah. Thank you. Um, but his company, and his investment company, is Berkshire Hathaway, and they have A and B shares. A shares, never been share split, so they're ridiculously expensive. Fun fact. Um, for me, it was a fun fact. Um, when he eventually, if he ever dies, what impact is that going to have on the company? Now, he doesn't make that much now in the way of investment decision because he's old as balls, but also they're so big, there's only like eight companies left they can buy. Yeah. So, But it will probably have a massive impact on everyone will pull their money out of Berkshire Hathaway because they're like, well, he's gone, so it's probably going to go to shit now. It's like, well, no, they just own a shit ton of businesses. Which aren't going to go wrong, you know. Like- well, it's like insurance and drinks and stuff. It's like, yeah, this is, he doesn't do anything when it comes to the vast majority of the revenue that the company makes. And, and also famously, like, Buffett's philosophy is to, like, buy stuff and hold on to it. Yeah. So it's not going to be, like, he's not a day trader. He's like, <laughs> whoa, well, if he's gone, no one's going to be able Who's to know what to trade. He's going to be like, what should we buy? We should probably buy companies that are doing well. All right, great. Thanks for <laughs> Should that. we just buy more of that stuff we've already got? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. And what should we do? We'll just hang on to it for 50 years. <laughs> oh, wow. We're super fucking rich. <laughs> okay. So. But but I agree. If he dies, there will be a a non-zero um, decline in Berkshire Hathaway value. Yeah. So, if you're a small business, how... Do you think you should try and start off being a personal brand or being more of a corporate brand? Which one should you focus on? And are there pros and cons of each? I think it depends on the, the sort of the length of the endeavor. So if you see it as a an opportunity, like a, a sort of finite opportunity, where you're like I can take advantage of this situation and make money out of selling you know, selling value to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you don't want to say, well, I, don't want, I want to run this company forever. You think I can make money out of this 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 single point in in the market then i think personal brand is the right thing you want to be the person who found this loophole or whatever whereas if you are like i'd like to continue making a product or service that is likely to last for a long time you know like i want to be uh a construction company like it's not a flash in the pan so you don't want to be a personal brand associated with the construction company you want to be i want to build a construction company that can go on for the next 100 years so at that point you just only spend your time building company brand you know remember the personal brand you take with you so someone's never going to buy your personal brand off you like outright they're going to say well we'll pay you um service charge to your brand but we're never going to buy, you know, no one can ever buy your personal brand off you outright. Yeah. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe Kardashian can't be like, you know what? I'm okay. done with being Chloe Kardashian. Who wants to give me 500 million quid for being Chloe Kardashian? She can't do that. But what she can do is sell add-on service to it. She's like, well, I can put Chloe Kardashian next to stupid dieting drink water or something. 
and people go, brilliant, we'll give you a load of money for doing that. But that, that thing only makes money as long as she's a brand. Whereas if you had a construction company that made really good houses, you could fuck off and be like, I'm out. Yeah. But the, co- the company would still make loads of money and people would still buy stuff from the company. And you could say, well, I'm going to sell the whole value of that company to you. Yeah, that company's worth a billion pounds. And I can just walk away and get a billion pounds. I'm stuck on... Because when you were speaking then, I was like, no, I disagree with you. But actually, I don't. I was stuck on the name side of it as part of the brand, which I think is only a small part of it. Because like Sainsbury's, that's someone's name. There was a Sainsbury's family. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess. Mr. Marks and Mr. Spencer, they were probably people. Tesco's, I don't think, was. It was some guy in London, wasn't it? Don't know why I'm stuck. I've never met a Tesco's. No, me neither. Um, But there's lots of big companies that are, like even the construction, Taylor Woodrow, Taylor Wilson, I think, uh, Bovis. I think quite a few of the construction ones are named after, like, you know, Roger and Son Mm. building company, and they turned eventually into big PLCs. But I was attaching too much emphasis, I think, to name rather than brand. And I think the other thing to consider is, Maybe you're just not that interesting as a person. Like I mean, Musk is at least a little bit controversial. He's vaguely charismatic compared to the other geeky engineers in his industry. If a lot of, like Bezos, to be fair, Zuckerberg, great example, he's got no personality. If he tried to turn Facebook into like, oh, no, you should all be on Facebook because look, I'm promoting it. I'm a cool guy. Yeah. It's all my personality. I'd be like, wow, that failed. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't look up to. Like, I don't be like, oh, I wonder what Zuckerberg's up to. Yeah. Mainly because I assume he's busy. Doing something nefarious. <laughs> Found some other demonic portal to import <laughs> shit into this world from. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's not someone you think, oh, maybe one day I'll grow up to be him. But he's famous, very much so. And he's sort very of famous like a serial killer, though. Like, infamous, oh. yeah, let's call him that. Um, but no, he's very well known then. And it's very much linked with Facebook. But Facebook as a brand, I think, is doing quite well. Facebook as a brand actually needs to get rid of him because yeah. he's toxic yeah. to their brand. And so is... I'm just wondering, is, it, is there almost... It's easier from a marketing point of view to do it as a personal brand when you first start. So if you're an SME, even if it's something generic, like, I don't know, making T-shirts or glass, if you can be like, yeah, but it's Steve's glass. Yeah. Well, you can build a story around Steve and why he decided to make glass and blah, blah, blah it's easier to grow a business at that point because people like individual stories. They like connecting. And if it was just big glass conglomerate because Steve wanted to make a sound bigger, most people are like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's now just a commodity, so I don't care. Whereas, you know, like all the craft beer wankers, they like the story behind, oh, well, these two set it up. I don't know some people hate the people that set them up. Most of them are dirty hippies with beards, but at least there is a story behind it people can either get on board with or not. And so starting off, maybe as a SME, as a small business, trying to promote somehow your personal brand is a good thing before you try and go to corporate and build a corporate brand. Because I feel like that's got to be the end point. If you want to have a big established company, you need to have a corporate brand so you can sell that brand and it not be related to you as an individual. I think, for me, I think intertwining yourself with a thing is probably the wrong way to do it. So, like, if you, in yeah, if your if your personal brand and essence is part of this endeavor, 
it's inevitably going to get stuck there. So you're either going to stay there forever and, and, and build it, or when you leave, there's going to be a detriment to it. Calvin Klein. Ralph Lauren. Okay. Was Chanel a person? Almost certainly. Probably. But what I think a lot of people are learning these days, and, and probably maybe is, is a, a better thing, is it's sort of like people like the story, so come up with the story, but it doesn't have to be your story. You know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, we thought that starting a podcast would be a great idea. So we, uh, but we didn't say like Damien and Roger sat down and thought of it. Like, there's an art in telling. <laughs> we did though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's an art in telling yeah. the, the backstory of it, which is part of the brand, rather than, rather than saying, well, I personally sat down and, and made this thing. Make it a, make it a, make it a sort of the company talking rather than the, the person talking. And talk on behalf of the company as a person. You know, you, you're not going to lose any of your limelight by being in charge of a company that has a story that's slightly parallel to your own. No. You can say, well, we as a company decided to do this. You know? But I just think, I, I guess, as I go back to the, sort of the, the, the length of time of something. If it's going to be something you think it was going to only gonna last a year, um, and you're pretty sure that in a year's time the loophole is going to Most it. people don't do businesses that the only thing will last a year, though. No, most people, people, when you set up a business, like, oh, this is going to change the world. I'm going to be a billionaire from this. No, I think that's... Delusionally so, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is no derision on, on smaller, really small businesses where, like... Yeah, because that's our target market. <laughs> no, no, because uh, the point is that some... A lot of companies do exist to be like, well, we found this little niche and we're going to go, like... And it might dry up. You know, there's like a... It's like PPE loans. Like they were like, well, this is going to be great for a very short period of time. Hmm. Anyway, I'm, what what I'm trying to say is that I think it's a risk in your business for you to be the entire branding of it. I think the work you should always strive to have the company as the brand. Because it's it's a much less risky thing. You know, yeah. people aren't immune from getting run over by buses. That's true. Yeah. But I suppose most startup companies, if the founder gets run over by a bus, the company dies. Yeah. And that's just a fact, isn't it? And so I, I think I do agree with you. And it might just be a how you market yourself, but I think you just need to accept it's easier to advertise an individual and what they're up to. Like Body Shop Woman, I can never remember her name. Anita something? Something like again, that. this is the founder of McDonald's all over again. Oh, sorry. Oh, who's that? <laughs> no one knows. I want to say Anita Roddick, but I've definitely made up that surname. Okay. Someone write it and tell me what her name is. But that was an individual that set up Body Shop and Massive Hippie, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure she sold a massive chunk of the company to her car mechanic for giving her like a five grand loan. And her husband went batshit mental on her when she got home. So what the fuck have you just done that for? And that turned out to be the best investment he ever makes. It was worth hundreds of millions years later. But that's by the by. This is what happens when you grow up reading the Financial Times as a kid. Fucking nerd. Anywho, she, her whole story with the company was interlinked with herself. Of, you know, this is why I'm setting up this company, all very ethically sourced and good for you and all that bollocks. It was easier to promote it, I think, as her interlinked with the company. So yeah, I think we both kind of agree on the same point here. Just come up with a story that's interesting for people that people can buy into 
And if you can link it to the company, cool. If you can't, I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily if it has to be linked to you to start off with. But when you get to a certain size, it should be very much an active thing that you try to push. Well, no, the brand is actually the thing that people should be associated with, like all that sort of stuff. So No, I agree. I agree. I mean, to, to bring it back to, to Musk, if Musk leaves Tesla, Tesla's in trouble. Yeah. Whereas Bezos leaving Amazon, the stock price went up. Yeah. So it's 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 all about this kind of it's succession planning essentially, isn't it? It's just sort of like make sure you know you need to not be. I'm much with that much you know, like with running the company. If you're the only person who's really like pushing and driving, it's not sustainable. You're going to burn out and you're going yeah, to it's you're not going a to get well. It's a one man band, yeah, still, yeah. even with several people under you. Okay. Plan your brand properly don't let ego overtake you that seems like a good wrap up yeah